So our annual revenue is just under 2 million and our MRR is 110 110k and if you notice there's a difference between that that's because as well as charging for license we also have service revenue on top of that you are listening to conversations with nathan latka where i sit down and interview the top SaaS founders like eric Wan from zoom if you'd like to subscribe go to gitlatka.com We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to gitlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. What's up, guys? My guest today is Tom Gibby. He's the co-founder and CMO of The Bot Platform, a no-code enterprise software solution that empowers people to build a better employee experience on internal communication platforms such as Microsoft Teams and Workplace from Facebook. Tom, you ready to take us to the top? Absolutely. Well, okay, so tell me more about this. What are people paying for this? They are paying for the ability to easily build their own work tools. Um, so using The Bot Platform, um, our customers can easily build their own bots, uh, bespoke work applications, digital assistance, and automated workflows. Um, as you said, they can connect these to the internal communication channels that their staff are already spending their time on. So this might be Microsoft Teams that has you know 250 million plus users. Um, it might be channels like Workplace on Facebook, which is an amazing product that has been uh, built by the team over at Facebook. Um, or soon to be any web-based interface they want using one of our API um, interaction endpoints that will be loose. So who are you selling to in HR? Yeah, we are selling to employee experience professionals. So that's HR, internal comms, you know, people, um, HR teams, that kind of stuff. And what, what are they paying on average per month to use the tech? So it ranges. We base our license fee. It's like a 12-month license fee. And the price they pay depends on the uh, size of the company. We have some customers that pay us $1,400 a month, all the way up to others that are paying upwards of $15,000, $20,000 a month. Is that your biggest customer, $240,000 a year? Uh, yeah. Wow. Okay. Interesting. When did you launch? What's the backstory? Backstory is interesting. So we launched in 2016, but at the time we were actually focused more on messenger bots, like you know the whole chatbot craze from a few years ago. Um, so we were actually an original messenger launch partner. Um, we launched one of the first bots on Facebook Messenger. It was actually the first bot for the music industry for one of the biggest DJs in the world. Um, we there was a huge amount of buzz around that, and we had a lot of you know brands and, and entertainment clients getting in touch. And we thought it was really interesting, but we started to have a few concerns about how cluttered the market was. Um, but also, we actually thought that the benefits of automation for our clients, even though they were getting huge benefits from the tools they were building, we actually thought that the benefits would be far better to be used internally rather than externally. So we kind of pivoted um, about a year or so later, and we kind of ran a like Betaworks experiment on the side to see if our customers would also get value from building their own automated work tools on uh, Workplace and Facebook. And because we were already a messenger partner, um, we could actually kind of plug our, our software directly into Workplace without actually having to rebuild too much of it. Um, is that your first hundred customers? Is, is, is from the Workplace like App Exchange listing? Uh, kind of, yeah. It's not the way our platform works. It's not really like an app that you download. It's like you know, it's very much like B two B enterprise software that you would then connect to your workplace instance or to well, your Microsoft. First hundred users, though, uh, were you cold outreaching people, or did Facebook send these people to you? 
I think at first it was probably um, channel channel promotion through those partners. So through Facebook, um, you know, they were a big fan of ours and what we were doing on Messenger. And they were really interested to see if, you know, the benefits of bots and automation could also be applied to this workplace um, tool that they were building as well. Facebook and who else? What was that, sorry? Who was the second channel partner? Uh, Microsoft Teams. Microsoft, interesting. Who sent you more early customers? Well, we've only been working on Microsoft Teams for the last six to nine months or so. So definitely workplace. I see. Okay. And how many customers today use the platform? Uh, around 35. 35. So very much an enterprise motion. Now, can I take 35 times that $1,400 minimum ARPU? You guys are doing like 50,000 bucks a month right now on revenue? Uh, no, we do much more than that. So our annual revenue is just under 2 million. Oh, and okay. our MRR is 110. 110k and if you notice there's a difference between that that's because as well as charging for license we also have service revenue on top of that so some of our customers for example pay us to like don't like charging service revenue it hits their valuation vcs hate it why do you guys do the services revenue we actually find that for some of our customers you know they might be um, a bit time poor they maybe have an urgent um, use case that they want to launch and so if they want to pay us a bit of money to help build that for them that means that we can get them um, off to a quicker and better start so we actually find that in the instances where some customers pay us a bit of money to build a couple of bots for them at the beginning they get some really good success stories really quickly that also then gives them a bit of time if they have some urgent use cases. They don't need to worry about learning how to use a, you know, a new platform, a new tool. They can let us do that for them while simultaneously training their team. And then within a few weeks, when they're much more comfortable with using our platform themselves, they can just go off to the races and build whatever they want. And if you're at $110,000 today in SaaS revenue, where were you about a year ago? Ooh, um, maybe around 70, maybe. Zero, something like that. Okay. Yeah. I can so, give you I can give you some other growth stats. I mean, cash and receivables were up 81% year on year. Um, last month our invoicing is up 130% compared to last year. Yep. Interesting. Um, talk to me about uh, about capital. Have you guys raised or you're bootstrapped? Bootstrapped. Ooh, I love that. Are you thinking about raising or no? We toyed with the idea of raising um, about a year, well, I'd say about two and a half years ago, maybe. And we actually decided that it might be much more valuable for us to spend that time that we would invest into raising to just invest into growing the business and trying to generate sales. Um, and that's what we did. And it worked out. So, yeah. Well, it's great. I mean, do you remember back in 2016, how much custom one-off work did you do setting up manual bots? Because I imagine that revenue probably funded the rest. Yeah, basically, that's what we were doing. We were using our messenger business to fund our kind of internal enterprise business. Um, so we were doing a lot more service work. So, you know, as you can imagine, there were like um, companies or ad agencies who would have budget to do some digital activation. Quite often, these would be like short term campaigns as well. So it might only be like a three month or a six month campaign. Um, the way we work now with customers is, you know, once we're a part of their tax, their their tech stack, they don't they don't leave. You know, they're we're awesome. an integral how, part. How much service revenue did you do in 2016? Do you remember? Oh no, I can't remember the exact numbers, but I mean a lot. Yeah, it was a lot more heavily skewed to service re revenue versus license. Now we're like 500 grand in 2016. It's probably closer to 100 grand than 500 grand back then. So 100K in like professional services building these custom bots. You use that to fund the internal development of the SaaS tool. Now the SaaS tool is 1.2 million run rate. And you're doing about 800,000 bucks a year in professional services. Yeah. That's great. Interesting. Okay. So bootstrapped, uh, which we love. Talk to me about the cap table today. How much do you still own? 
pretty much all of it. I mean, as I said, we we haven't taken any. 100%. What was that? Sorry. Personally, one hundred percent. No, no, no. So there's myself, and then I have a number of other co-founders as well. So there's myself, and there's three other co-founders. Um, all of our employees have some equity as well. Um, but yeah, we we haven't, you know, given a huge portion of equity away to to any investors or anything. How much of the co-founders are all together? The four of you. Uh, 75% maybe. Okay, good. So you've given about 25% to um, team members. Uh, no, no, we've given less than that. There's then, uh, uh, there's at the moment, there's a load of like unassigned equity that we were going to use for future employees or if we did want to raise, um, but that's currently just set there as unassigned. So in theory, that would be split between, you know, however we wanted to split that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Founders well, or, how much do team members currently actually own? Uh, maybe like, Maybe like eight percent, ten percent, maybe, maybe less. Okay, cool. So there's fifteen that's like unallocated. Where if you don't use that, you'll split it back up. Seventy-five co-founders, ten percent employees, fifteen percent unassigned. Mm-hmm. Guys, the beauty of bootstrapping—you keep control, you keep equity. We love this. Absolutely. All right, Tom. If someone offers you guys six million dollars all cash up front, do you sell? Absolutely not. Why not? You said that very quick. No way, no way. The the business we're in is absolutely booming. You know, employee experience uh, previously, you know, was always an interesting area to be in. I think the pandemic and what's happened to the future of work over the last two years has put a huge impetus on the importance of ensuring that companies and their employees have the right technology tools. Um, we think the way we're going, it's going to be going much, much bigger in the future. You definitely wouldn't be interested in a six million acquisition. What would you value yourself out today? Um, we did a very small fund a while ago, and I think that officially raised us at four million. That officially valued us at four million pounds. How much did you raise? Uh, about three hundred thousand. Okay, so three hundred, and that was last year. Uh, no, that was like th- four, three and a half, four years ago, maybe. Okay, got it. So you're not fully bootstrapped. It's 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 miniature, maybe, maybe, yeah. It depends how you want to define bootstraps. I mean, we obviously, you always read about these people bringing in millions and millions in investment and all that kind of stuff. It was kind of like a, a friends and family and maybe some small local investment companies that, that were involved. Mm-hmm. So they, they own a portion of the equity then too, right? Mm-hmm. So what would that fall in? You just told me 75% of the founder, like where would they fall in? So I think that at the moment, if I brought up the cap table, would probably be maybe 10%-ish or maybe a bit less. Got it. So employees own 10%, they own 10%, the investors, and then you guys basically own the rest. Yeah, but some of that 10% for employees isn't allocated yet. So there's for that then means that when we're bringing on future hires, for example, that there's still a portion in there that we can assign to them. How many on the team today? 16. 16. How many engineers? Uh... Five. Okay. And any sales reps that carry a quota? Uh, yes. So we have three sales reps and we're hiring at the moment. How do you figure that out? If I apply right now for that role, your open AE role, what, what quota are you going to give me on day one? Uh, that would probably be a question more for my, for my head of sales. Um, it depends on, yeah, it depends on a number of things and the role we're bringing them in for really. Okay. But three quota carrying reps. Interesting. And churn's obviously critical. What's your churn look like today? Um, our monthly churn at the moment is 2.9%. Okay. Is that good or bad? I think that's pretty good. I think wasn't the benchmark, a good benchmark is three to 5% a month, maybe. Do you have expansion revenue or no? Uh, yes. How much? Um, our, it's 118% is what our, um, where is that? Yeah. 
So, so you have about, if, if you have that net, it means you're churning 36, you're expanding 54% for net of 118 net dollar retention. Mm -hmm. Yes. What are you upselling? Is it feature-based, seat-based, something else? It's probably like usage-based. So, you know, a company might get in touch with, say, maybe 50,000 employees, and we might go in at the beginning um, with a certain uh, pricing model. They then use the platform more and more, um, and then we're able to upsell them over time based on effectively value-based pricing. Interesting. Well, what is that use? Is it number of bots, number of messages, number of API calls? Um, I mean, it depends really on what's important to the customer. You know, for a lot of our customers, it might not necessarily be something purely numerical, like the number of bots they have or the number of people interacting them, but things like the ROI it's generating for them. For example, we have one client who at the end of their year one, they told us that they could calculate that they generated a 15.6 times ROI based on what they were paying for okay, us. That's really complicated to have every customer like apply that and to get direct contribution. What do you guys price? Like, What's the utility metric you price against? Our pricing would probably be based on usage in terms of a mixture between how many bots they have and how many people within the company are regularly using those. Okay, models. so seats and number of bots. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Okay, very good. Let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one, favorite book. Okay, so my favorite book is a book called Traction, Get a Grip on Your Business. That might be a bit of a weird answer. I'm not sure. It's by a guy called Gino Wigman. It's like a business strategy book that helps entrepreneurs um, kind of gain control of their business through this thing called EOS, which is an entrepreneurial operating system. Um, we start. We got recommended that by a, a fellow friendly co-founder a few years ago, and it's made a huge impact on our business. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Uh, Andrew Gazdecki of MicroAcquire. Uh, I'm a big fan of everything he's doing at the moment to disrupt the startup acquisition industry. He's bigging up bootstrappers. Uh, and I think his promo videos with Russ Hanneman from the TV show Silicon Valley is probably the best use of Cameo I've ever seen. <laughs> Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building your business? HubSpot. And I mean, HubSpot's awesome. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Uh, that depends. Maybe weekdays, probably about seven. Weekends, I try and have a bit more sleep, maybe nine, unless Arsenal have an early game in the morning, in which case I'm probably up by 7 a.m. and miserable by 9 a.m. Okay, fair enough. And what's your situation? Married, single kids? Married, no kids. No kids. How old are you? 36. 36. Last question. Something you wish you knew when you were 20? Uh, buy Bitcoin, Apple, and Tesla stock and never sell. Guys, there you have it. The bot platform launched in 2016, did about $100,000 in consulting revenue before scaling their SaaS business. Today, that SaaS business does $110,000 a month, up from $70,000 a month just a year ago. But the full business does about $2 million a year right now. About $800,000 of that is consulting revenue, 1.2 pure SaaS. They've only raised $300,000 back in call it 2018 at a $4 million valuation. Founders still in the majority of the business. Tom, thanks for taking us to the top. Thank you very much.